Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tommy, it's a big game in the nation's capital, or should I say, as you so favorably coined, Ghost Town. Well... There's a lot of pressure for it not to be ghost town feel this Sunday night. Uh, the players are, are clearly pushing it. Uh, they've tried to talk it into existence. The coach has been talking about it, Ron Rivera. And, you know, I think they have, when the game was switched to Sunday night, I think it's probably going to cut down on the number of Giants fans who would have normally made the trip for a 1 o'clock game. I mean, because, uh, you know, Giant fans, I think, work. Yeah, they go up uh, and back. Yep. Yeah. So, so you know, I mean, they'd have to show up Monday morning uh, for their jobs uh, as opposed to maybe Cowboys fans or Eagles fans. Uh, so, uh, I think, you know, the Sunday night, in that sense, it will cut down on the Giants fans buy tickets. Now, will enough Washington fans buy tickets? I hear it's not a sellout. And a sellout is only 63000 I mean, it's not like it's it's like some kind of dramatic number, but uh, I'd be surprised if it's not a, a positive, boisterous crowd for Washington Sunday night. I think it will be. Yeah, the the, the tone, and I can only judge it from the pregame shows that I've done, and it's electric. It's ele- it's more than I recall since two seventeen. Two seventeen had a buzz. Obviously, two twelve had a buzz. But this, watching people come through the turnstile, and then this is also post-pandemic, because even worse than the losing was dealing with the pandemic and, you know, people feeling comfortable, and I think we're moving beyond that a bit. But there's a, there's a flavor about this particular team. A, they're very talented, Tommy. They are very talented, and I think the talent, I know it does for me, lends hope that they can actually pull something special off this season. Well, they're very talented, except the, in the one position that counts the most, Doc. Yeah. The, the quarterback. I love Taylor Heineke, and I am convinced that he is the pass for whatever success they can reap this year for them. But he's not as talented as as – as certainly his skill players, the guys oh, no. around him, no, like, no, like I, Brian I Robinson and, and Curtis Samuel, they have they have more talent than I I recall in recent memory on both sides of the ball. Yep. Uh, but uh, quarterback has a lot to do with the game. And speaking of quarterback, I'm going to ask you this, Doc. Okay. Uh, 
Daniel Jones, when he plays this particular team, turns into Michael Vick. And they've seen Daniel Jones enough uh, to figure out a way to stop him, and they haven't done that yet. So, that, I mean, the Jack Del Rio defense, just like the defense before him, just like, you know, uh, before he got here, yeah. they've never had an answer for Daniel Jones. And, it, I mean, it simply could come down to whether or not they can figure out a way to stop that guy again. I mean, he – I mean, he he runs the ball like I mean he gives that running game for the Giants such an added dimension, uh, and for a team that had been up until recently pretty t- tough against the run, uh, I'm skeptical that they're going to come up with a way to stop him. That's a valid point. I mentioned uh, in the last segment having been sideline on the sidelines for so many years. I saw Michael Vick ground level. Randall Cunningham is still the most elusive I've seen, ground level. One of the best players I've ever seen offensively in my lifetime was Randall Cunningham. Yeah, I mean, that's my point. From ground yeah. level, he's unmatched, in my personal opinion. When I saw what he was doing to people, and, and I go, and I'll tell you what, Carson Wentz as an eagle? Yes. He was the second. That I'd seen because he was Houdini as an yes, eagle. Yes, he was. Before his body yes. broke down, no, this dude yeah. was massive. So I don't put Jones in any of those categories at all. But yet, he's sneaky fast and athletic. He is, and I don't think we're we're not afraid enough. It, we, it's almost like you look at him and go, oh, no, he could. yes, he can. And I don't know what Del Rio has been preaching this week, but you're right. They may maybe need to reference him like Randall Cunningham. And whatever plan you were going to come up with for Randall Cunningham, maybe you might want to employ that. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got to come up with something like that. I mean, that's the, that's the difference maker in the game. Now, another difference maker, uh, from what I've read, uh, I think they're expecting Benjamin St. Juice to play. On Sunday night, yeah. Now, according, he wanted, to, according to the Sheehan, Sheehan, uh, that's a possibility. Okay, okay. Well, then, then we could certainly bank on it. Oh, absolutely, we're, absolutely. You know, but but he wasn't there the last time they played, and that obviously hurt the defense. Big hurt. That was a big, that was a big hurt. Yeah, that that was a big hurt. Mm-hmm. So his presence uh, should make Washington fans feel pretty pretty good about their defense going into this game. I mean, it, 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 you know. It could be another situation. I, I think Washington has a more talented team. I think the Giants may be a little bit tougher than, than Washington. That's not to diminish how tough Washington is. I just think the Giants have displayed a level of toughness this year that's above their ability. I think you're uh, right. That that streak they got on, you can't underestimate them. <clears throat> we usually don't fear them enough. And it's been my contention that because we don't hate them like we hate Dallas and Philly, that gives them an advantage. They never get us foaming at the mouth. I think we got to be foaming at the mouth at kickoff. And if we get close like we did last time at the Meadowlands, we can't run out of bounds like Brian did or overthrow wide-open receivers. We have got to cash in on every opportunity and go after these people 
like we hate their guts. And that's been a problem for us because we don't seem to generate that lather. No, not, not that kind of passion. You're right. Now that, that doesn't. That, that, I'm not saying that they don't play hard. Or they play hard. Or that they don't. Or that they don't care. And then, yeah, they but, care. But there's a. But there's a level of passion that you're That's talking right. about. That's right. Uh, that really, for a game like this, especially on prime time Sunday night football, mm-hmm. where this team has thrown up on itself so many times uh, in recent history, I mean, there's really a chance to change the narrative. And like you, you look, you played the game. You know, all these guys have family and friends at home who are watching, who they have to go home to if once they embarrass themselves on Sunday night or Monday night football. And that's not a pleasant thing for anybody. Nope. And I'm sure they want to avoid doing that and for once change the narrative about them. So they have a great opportunity here. And it seems like, in a way, if they're evenly matched, when Washington might be a little bit better is what the commanders can't afford to do. And I know this is simple, but it's it's the truth. They can't afford to beat themselves. They can't afford to, to turn over the, the ball uh, in key situations uh, on their own. They can't afford to give the Giants points and plays. Tom Levero, columnist, Washington Times, and of course uh, on the Kevin Sheehan podcast, which is a staple here, and uh, we're all over the country. You know, Tommy, this is uh, Sunday night. Uh, Mike Eminem, he asked me what time did I prefer to play as a player. And it's 1 o'clock. <laughs> 1 o'clock, get up early, get in, get over, get it over with so you can come home and watch other people work. But now Sunday night was not in in the Stone Ages. The 4 o'clock game was money. That was yes. the one that, you know, it's not the market. You had a bigger market share. When people talk about the backup quarterback, I like to remind them that the only team that's ever been undefeated in the NFL is the Miami Dolphins. And half of that season, Earl Morrill carried them to victory. Good call, Doc. Their backup quarterback. Exactly. So that's I think absolutely. it's essential. I think it's essential that everybody play a role, and you don't know who you're going to lose, but you're only as strong as 53. I go 53 strong now. It's not a, a, a just a throwaway. With the number of injuries in this league, it's everything. If you can't develop your talent, one thing I think this team, with the exception of the quarterback, that's why I I just was so angry that we went down playing the Texans and threw up all over ourselves instead of hammering them so the kid could have played. I wanted to see him play because I only got a a glimpse at preseason. He looked fine to me, and more importantly, at North Carolina as a freshman, he ripped up the ACC. So that's where I'm a little concerned about. But other than that, I'm just excited to have friends all over the country now saying, hey, you guys are on TV again. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No, seriously, we slipped into the abyss. Yeah, I know. I know. The, you know, basically, you know, we're, we're played, played yourselves off the map, yeah. so to speak. But yeah. uh, you got to admit, Doc, when you played, 1 o'clock was prime time. Anytime you guys stepped on the field back then, that was prime time. 
Yeah, well, for our market, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah our market, yeah. it was, you know, and I, and I think about, and what, what got me today, and I went off in the 1 o'clock hour over the fact that a player, I've never remember a player having to beg people to come to see him work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that touched me that one of your best players is begging you to come out and support him, and he's going to give away tickets. He's going to help you help them. And I, well, <clears throat> I, I got to tell you, Doc, uh, I don't have a lot of sympathy for them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, they've earned they've earned this 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 type of indifference. Mm-hmm. They've earned this apathy. You know, the players who may be here now may think they haven't earned it. But once you put on the uniform, you get it all. You get the three Super Bowl trophies, and you get all you get all the bad stuff that goes with it. It comes with the territory. It may not be fair, but it's true. So uh, I, I, I have a lot of sympathy for fans who don't come, and I don't have a lot of sympathy for those who criticize them who don't come. I think if I was a Washington fan and I still cared about the team, I'd be there Sunday night. Yeah. I, think, I think it has a chance to be a very electric atmosphere. They made a nice you know? move with Metro. You want to make, uh, give us your two cents on that? I mean, extending the Metro line? That was a smart move. Yeah, that that's smart. a smart PR move, if yeah. nothing else. Absolutely, uh, on their part to do that. Some of the learners never figured out. Oh, uh, yeah, tell me know. about it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Remember that when it came to Metro with the Nationals. But uh, I mean, I'd be surprised if it's not a real tight, maybe a one or two point game at the end. Of, at the end, when all is said and done. Well, I sure hope you're wrong about that, man. I can't take these. <laughs> My God, they're going to be last possession for every week. I mean, uh, those of us agent, that's not good. I, I can't have you on and not ask you about football. And I, I just – have you covered World Cup in person abroad? No. I, I've, I, I've not had the pleasure – of of covering that organized crime unit in FIFA abroad, <laughs> you know. And there's there's two there's two mob families in this world of sports. There's FIFA and there's the International Olympic Committee. Yeah, yeah. Now that yeah. doesn't take away from the World Cup. The World Cup, right. uh, it, it's exciting. It's fun. Uh, at least I've been told it's exciting. It's fun, you know. And people keep telling me how exciting it is. So it must be exciting. If so many people tell me it's exciting, uh, it just hasn't sunk into me yet, Doc. Uh, you know what I feel about soccer? It's a sport for people who don't like sports. And you got to explain that. Well, in other words, I have a, I know a lot of people who could care less about sports at any other time, but come the World Cup, all of a sudden they're coming out of the woodwork and asking me questions. No, it's you know, amazing. People, People who could care less. They've never seen, uh, they, they haven't seen a soccer game since the last World Cup, four years before. That's right. You know, when they were fans then. So it's it's a sport for really, for people who don't, you know, they week in and week out watch sports. You know, they every four years, you know, like a leaf year, they get to be a sports fan. Well, four years from now is here. So Well, it's not here. It's in the United States and Canada and Mexico. But it's not in Washington D.C. Okay, well, in, in closer to us, we do have a mutual friend, 
Mr. Sheehan. Maybe he will allow us access to his G5, and maybe we can at least catch a game out, a match. <laughs> now that would be a 30 for 30 right there. Wouldn't that be good? Yes, it would. Yeah. I mean, look, we've got four years. Imagine where he is now and where he will be four years from now. I think it's you possible. Think he'll, you think he'll let us use his driver? I think so. I think so. Okay, I good. think he's fond That's of good. us. I really do. Okay. Yeah. Tommy, Great. I appreciate you, man. And I'll see you at the ballpark. All right, Doc. Thanks All for right, having good me. Deal. Tom Lavero, you see him in him? He's, he's a classic. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.